Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Well, it's December, so just by nature of the world and I think our own biological clocks, we're talking Star Wars, right? We have to at this point. Have to. We're talking Star Wars. Right, Josh? Yep. We're talking Star Wars. Very exciting. Um, And Loki didn't think Josh was here. Yeah. (laughs) That was the first thing you said in like five minutes. (laughs) I saw his cute little mug pop up. And I saw it too, but, but he was being silent, so he must be complentative. <laughs> complentative? Contemplative? There we go. What are you thinking about, Josh? <laughs> no, no, I'm, just, I'm, on, I'm on my other computer doing stuff. Yeah. Oh, me too. Just cyberbullying some kids, basically. I love that. If you don't like cyberbullying, just turn your computer off. It's pretty easy. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so yeah, Mandalorian... We got some other stuff to talk about, but I feel like that's going to take up a majority no, of the conversation. No preamble or anything. We're just going straight into it. Well, like nothing has happened really the last like few weeks in the entertainment space. Obviously, in the political space, it has. But I think that's the last thing anybody wants to hear anybody talk about. Unless there's any pop culture things that you guys think are relevant, I think we just jump into Mandalorian. I mean, I guess. Any good, any good memes lately? There's this one called Do You Know DeWay that I just got into. Oh, no, 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 he's lying. It's by this guy Zimbabwe feet. <laughs> it's, by, uh, it's by South African Sonic. <laughs> anyway, the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. So I am, I did something very different, and I want to get a little bit of credit for it, is that I've been binging, as the kids say, this show, and as of... What, 25 minutes ago, I just finished the second episode of season two because I've seen all these tweets about it and I saw the tweets about the last one and the spoilers about the last one and I was like, hey, this sounds fun. I want to get in on this action. So I am. And that's why we're talking about this with three weeks to go until the finale. Um, you weren't invited to. You weren't supposed to. No one wants you to watch the show, Mason. But I just, I already... Awesome. Stop going away from our thing. This is our fun. This is our thing. Okay. I'm going to send not you the guys. Star Wars. Right, the fine, Star fine, Wars. fine, 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 fine. <laughs> Check the chat. I just sent you guys the link to the PDF for Steve Jobs, and we'll do a reading. How about that? Okay. No, don't, oh. don't tease me like that. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave and never come back. That's not fair. I want to do that so bad. You know how bad it'll be, Cody. I just want you to know that. I think, We're not I good think actors. Should... The Mandalorian. No, wait, wait. My, my, my challenge has not been issued. Oh my God. I, I don't know the, the um, requirements yet, but I think the prize should be we get to read one of your guys' screenplays because I know we have it. I have <laughs> multiple screenplays, all of which have been made. Well, then how about one you haven't made? None of them are finished. What are your, least, what are your least favorite one that we can... The last time I've made, written something that didn't ever get made was when I was in eleventh grade. Get big guy tough shot over here. Uh, big guy. I tough finish shot. what I start. Thank you very much. Oh, we need to go back to it. big guy tough shot, Cody. Big guy tough shot. Big guy I'm tough shot. That. All right. So obviously you guys aren't comfortable with this idea. So let's just move on to the Mandalorian. Um, Mason, stop distracting us. What did you think of the new uh, episodes? Or all of them? 
Or, oh, have we not talked about it since? I don't think we've talked about it ever. We've, we've mentioned in passing, just that it's a thing well, and all that first, stuff. Before we get to it, why... I'm just, I'm just going to ruin everyone's good time now. You like the show. Yeah, um, I do. Why, why now? Because you didn't seem to like it a year ago. Um, that's a good question. Uh, first of all, it's dark out, so I'm very weird about watching things in the day. So the way it used to be, uh, you're you're just a fucking weirdo. You know? I know, I know, I understand that things a certain. I'm not going to comment on this. Jeez. I like things. I like things a certain way. Um, no, but that's that's the truth of it. I always get into like a mood in once it after like daylight savings, where it's like okay, it's dark when I'm ending work or school or whatever. So I'm just I want to you know I'm gonna relax and watch a movie because that's just how I like it. Um, not to say I never watch a movie during the day. I just prefer to do it at night. So. And, just usually you know, don't. Yeah, with with the kind of and I'm out, I'm on Twitter pretty much all day for work, and I always see these reactions and people tweeting about the show, and I was like, you know, it's only it's only a season in, and I feel like just the way things are going, the chances of when we get to season six and it has like a Game of Thrones ending are pretty low. Just just considering Filoni and um, Favreau's track records, that I feel safe investing time in this. And I also just like a good week-to-week show. And uh, with you know, and I know I've only got three more weeks of oh my god, what's going to happen? But I enjoy that, and it's it's a fun sensation. And it's Star Wars and Baby Yoda or Grogu, I guess as he is known now. Nice, he looked it up. Yeah, it just felt like eh, sure, why not? And I have not regretted that decision. It's not my favorite show of all time. It doesn't. It's not like Succession or. Watchmen, True Detective, any of those kind of things, but it's a very fun kind of, you know, B to B plus show, and that's that's. We're throwing that word "fun" around a lot tonight. Let's yeah. talk about it. Sure. Let's uh, let's define. <laughs> no, shut up. Fuck you. Let's move on. F is for friends who do stuff together. Okay, you. You and me. Uranium bombs. <laughs> <laughs> is for. I remember. Wear your mask. Answer. Not supposed to say that. What? Nothing. Let's move on. Oh shit! Did you hear my cat? No, but she's huge. She's huge. I saw your Snapchat. She's enormous. She's. Oh, are you an anti-masker? Oh my! No, I was saying that's something else. I'm not an anti-masker. I wear a mask every day. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially yeah. in the shower, all that kind of stuff. Almost nonstop, actually. Kind of crazy. Nice dude. Nice. Um. Yeah, did I, I think I answered your questions. But yeah, I like the show, and that's why I'm watching it. So Yes, but, but so the answer to your question oh, is why? you watched it during the day the first time. What? You watched it during the day the first time. <laughs> that's that why you didn't like question? it so much? <laughs> I didn't watch it. No, I didn't watch it at all. Until you, said you, were, you said you, wa- you were watching it when it first came out, and then you couldn't get into it. I don't remember that. Maybe I did. Maybe I watched. I, maybe I watched the pile episode and didn't get, you know, pulled into it. I don't know. Like that, that was that was so long ago, Josh. It's like 2019. Who knows what I was doing back then? Completely different person. But I like it now. So that's those are my initial thoughts. And I'm still, like, I think yeah. I just I just said I've I think I've got two. How many episodes are there in this season so far? Five. I think. Five. Okay, so I think so. The one I just left off of is the one where he meets the Mandos in the blue suits. So I think that's three, right? Yes. No. So I got two more to go. That's that's usually only two. I thought that was three. No, that's two. 
Yeah, because no, two is the one with the spiders, and then three he goes to like, right. yeah, three, yeah, two, two is aliens. Yeah, and um, three is the one fan service yeah. part one. <laughs> we'll get into all that. I'm I'm sure. Um, Cody, what about you? Yeah. Did you start day one? Yeah, I've liked the show since the beginning. Yeah, and just. I'm just I'm genuinely surprised we haven't talked about it until this point. We have a um, little bit. I know that. Sure. I've liked this. I've liked this show uh, from the beginning. I think it's excellent. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, I think it's the best Star Wars we've gotten so far since Disney. Okay, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Bookmark okay. that for later. Um, Josh doesn't be with me. It didn't seem. I mean, it's no Rise of Skywalker, so <laughs> I've, I've long said that. That's my new favorite. Nothing, nothing is perfect. Yeah, except for that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, release the Abrams cut, right? I don't know. Uh, Josh, I'm assuming. I mean, you you're the one who's uh, maybe Cody has. I don't know, but I know for sure that you've watched Rebels and you've watched uh, whatever the other animated shows. I can't remember. Clone off the top Wars. Of Clone Wars. There we go. And yeah, you're the resident Star Wars geek, so I'm assuming you've been list- you've been anticipating this pretty much ever since it was even a possibility, and even more so once it was announced. Yeah, um, this show is oh, a complicated. I'm I'm kind of iffy on it. Ooh, I like it. Um, I get why a lot of people love this show, mm-hmm. but as someone who's watched all of Clone Wars multiple times and Rebels twice, this is like this is. It's fine. When it's good, it's awesome. But it's good about 30, maybe 40% of the time. The other 60%, I'm just watching an RPG open world game with a bunch of side quests. Mm. And that's saying that like it's a bad thing. That's not what I want from any show. That's why I don't like TV in general because that's what you get from TV. You just get a little a bunch of nuggets week to week that eventually pay off, but then it also is teasing a bunch of other things that you don't get for a whole other season. And that's what you're, this show is like I just said, it's every episode is essentially the same formula for the most part. The character meets some he goes to a planet, he meets someone, he needs information. He performs the a task. Says, yeah. He needs to he needs to do this one task to get the information. The, he does the task. It gives us a fun little action sequence. We meet some other new fun character along the way. We learn a little. We learn a little lesson. Baby Yoda does cute things, yeah. and then we get back to the other character. They fix the ship, or they give us the information, <laughs> or they do whatever needs to be done, and then they let us know. Oh yeah, you have to go to this planet to find this person, and then we do that, and then we do it again, and then we do it again, and then we do it again. And then we do it again, and this happens every single episode. It still happens in season two. The only difference is now the characters are characters that we already love from the animated stuff. So what I like about the show is that it's a very simple, easy gateway for casual Star Wars fans to be introduced to this expansive um other side of the universe and characters like Ahsoka, like Bo-Katan, like the the Mandalorian culture, all this other stuff through the eyes of this very simple character, the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. 
What I don't like about it is that we're a season and a half in, and I still barely know what this show is about. But it's Star Wars. It's fun. It has cool stuff. It has a solid, a decent budget for a TV show. Um, high pr- a pretty good production value for a show. And I, when it gives me the fun stuff and cool stuff, it's really good. So I, I don't dislike it. I just, I feel it rubs me the wrong way sometimes when people say this is like the greatest Star Wars thing to come out in the last 30, 40 years, just because I'm like, why? What about about it is so great that it's better than so much of the other stuff that's come? Holiday special, yeah, yeah, I get you. Attack of the Clones, totally. I just like, yes, it's a live-action Star Wars series with some cool lore snippets. I think uh, there's a lot of it in that that I want to get into, and I'm honestly kind of surprised that you... So you're saying a lot of the same things I was thinking um, when I was watching it, but um, now I forgot what I was going to say. It's, it's more crazy that you hate it, Josh. I can't believe it that you hate this and Star Wars. Yep, I just hate it all. I don't know what happened. Oh, what I was going to say. Sorry, I figured out. I remember what I was going to say. I think the I think the reason that people love it is because it doesn't suck. If that makes sense. It's not I think horrible, and so people like it's, it. And Baby it, Yoda's cute, and that's the X Factor's yeah. Baby Yoda. It's it's bare. It's it does it kind of. It's this is gonna be a weird uh, turn of events. This is centrist Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Joe Where, Biden of Star Wars. Oh my god! It, it gives the fans. <laughs> it get it kind of meets people in the middle. Where it's not taking these huge, massive swings like something like the Last Jedi does, mm-hmm. or. Um, Really, to be honest, nothing has taken swings the way Last Jedi does, for better or for worse. But the, but it also isn't like something you've seen before necessarily in Star Wars. So it's doing something new, but it's also not. Um, and I think that's kind. Of, it kind of just seems like that's what people want, which is what I'm slowly starting to realize is what fans of a lot of these properties want. They want the same but a little different every time. As opposed to just wholly new, wholly refreshing, which I'm not against as long as it's awesome. But I'm not. I'm just barely seeing anything that's really that awesome. So, wow, he really just hates Star Wars. Which I mean, it's the same. It's it, to me. It's it's the same as when people say Rogue One is the best movie of the bunch that's come out. Mm, yeah, and it's kind of just. Which is why part of part of me has kind of grown a little disdain for that movie. It's still awesome, but I have really? issues Ooh. with it. But it's become kind of a... Um, I don't know if it's... Um, something for the, the a very specific group of fans to kind of circle around as their, their centerpiece for quote-unquote good Star Wars or what Star Wars should be. Is that interesting? I've never heard that before. Just because when t- typically when you see people that hate the sequel trilogy, they'll be like, "Rogue One is the best because it gives fans what they want," or it, you know, it feels like real Star Wars, or it does this. But it's like that's also the movie that you can talk about the Force Awakens and Rise of Skywalker all you want. That's the that's fan service. The movie that I mean, Rogue One is fan service. The movie. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it's it is. Um, as opposed to 
something like Last Jedi, which is not at all fan service. The movie, yeah, but it's a comment on fan service itself in some ways. Which yeah, God bless that film. Pisses people off. <laughs> By um, the way, a quick aside is that you know, like yesterday. Brian Johnson said that he considered for a second having Anakin in the yeah. tree scene in Last Jedi, and yeah. man, what a, what a day on Twitter! What a day on Twitter that was! Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's like, I hope I, I, I hope that in ten years you realize what you did and apologize to us. I was like, in the last what? couple of days, I saw I think every single Star Wars movie being a trending topic, like all nine Yikes. titles. We're trending Yikes. at one point in the last, like, week. Ah, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I just can't imagine still being mad about it. That's the thing that yeah, gives me crazy. But, just, but uh, yeah, that's like, I mean, like, to me, but yeah, like I was saying, Mandalorian is like, it's very emblematic of something like Rogue One, where it's, here's a bunch of fan service stuff, and here's making it feel, it, it's giving people the feeling of that original trilogy, which seems people just want, they want things to just feel like, a new hope. They want things to feel gritty and then they want to have some lore. And that's really it. And it's like, to me, it's just, that's never been what Star Wars is about. It's just, it's about way more than that. I love that stuff, but that's just, it's nowhere near what I care about the most. But if that's what people want, then you're getting it in this show and I'm happy for you. Right. And sort of like we've seen in, in the movies and I think the TV shows, correct me if I'm wrong, the animated shows, it's like that often is the first step that you take, you know, looking at something like Force Awakens where you introduce the property and this it comes this is coming in a different dynamic, but you reintroduce the property of the fan base and kind of remind them why they like it. And then yeah. I don't know if this is going to be the case, we'll see, but like the third live action show is when you're going to get something interesting, I guess. Would be my my hope, my, you know, best case scenario and that right now you're just throwing some red meat to the base. You're giving people Ahsoka Tano and Baby Yoda, so they sign up for yeah. Disney Plus and, and raise your and stocks. Like that's I a said, strategy it, in what, itself. What I think is going to happen is all the spin. This 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 show is like I said, it's a gateway. So it's like they're keeping this. This is the simple show, where and that's right. going to be kind of what I've been saying it is. Whereas the Ahsoka show that's going to happen, um, or the Obi Wan show, or the the uh, what's the Rogue One guy's name, Cassian Andor. Mm-hmm. Show. Watch that show, I, Jesus Christ! Donnie Yen should have a show, not Cassie. Um, yeah, that that show, like shows like that, like that are kind of being built yeah, into this kind of the Ellen ex- show, you know. <laughs> all that. But those shows, I think, are kind of going to be more the. Um, not, I don't know if I'd say inside baseball shows, but like the ones that are they're not being tailor made to bring in casual people. They're just being made to be like just tell their story and do great things. So what you're saying is that the Mandalorian is Star Wars television's Batman v Superman. No, it's not it's nowhere near as dark and cool and smart. And there's no jars of pee so far, so I don't think that's a nap comparison. You're right. Yeah, sorry. That's stupid. If anything, it's uh, the the Joss Whedon Justice League. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Justice League, um, you know. But just speaking of the things I like, I think the cast is good, minus Gina Carano, who's a bitch. Um, yeah. And uh, has she? I, I, I haven't seen her yet. I, is she not in season two? Or is she just not here yet? Okay. Uh, yeah, she's she was in season two. Yeah, she's in one episode. Yeah, 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 yeah you're right. Um, okay. That was a forgettable episode, so I just. It's her fault. But, uh, 
Um, yeah, I like, um, what's his name? Carl Weathers. He's great. Oh, my God. Where's he been? In a hole somewhere. I don't know. Like he's so fun. He's such a yeah, fun. He's, he's such a fun actor. It's I don't I don't get why he's like him and um, Delroy Lindo, who was in um, uh, Spike Lee's last joint. Um, it's like they had this one iconic, like really great iconic roles. Delroy Lindo being Malcolm X, uh, Carl Weathers obviously being Rocky, and then it feels like they just kind of left. They fell out of the consciousness for like 30 years and now they come back and it's like these guys have been great for so long why what is wrong with you people i mean i know what's wrong with them with hollywood in certain ways but still so such fun 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 characters and didn't carl direct an episode the next yeah, he one, directed, right? he directed he directed the episode he's, that he's in yeah. yeah badass just like suicide um yeah characters uh, let's, we can stop down on that for a little while. I mean, the Mandalorian himself, and I, we're not going to be too worried about spoilers because, like I said, I've been on Twitter, so I pretty much know everything just because tw- that's just how Twitter is. If you don't watch the show, if you wait to watch the show at, like, 7, you just can't do it because people are like, oh, my God, duh, duh. like, give it 24 hours, people. That's the, that's the other thing I don't, and this has nothing to do with the show itself. Yeah. It's just what I wish they would, when they're do if they're good, if you're going to do it weekly, like obviously, if you drop it all at once, then you can drop it at midnight. Who cares? Because the whole thing. Yeah. Everybody can if you're dropping it, it weekly, yeah. like drop it at seven p.m. Yeah. Every, every Friday. Don't drop it at three in the morning. Well. So it can be spoiled for you by the time you wake up. I mean, isn't yeah, that yeah. isn't that midnight? Yeah, but it's midnight. But like, don't at least. Why does it need to be midnight on the West Coast? Why can't we all just do it? Why can't it be a collective time of seven p.m. here, four p.m. there, or something? Yeah. Well, or, you get into time zones. Like if, like if I think. The kind of, this sounds like makes me sound like a dick, but the world sort of revolves around the Eastern Time Zone. Sorry, that's just how it is. That's where New York is. That's where like probably over fifty percent of the the American population is on the on the East Coast. DC, New York, yeah, yeah, DC, New York, Boston, all that stuff, Florida, Miami, whatever. And like, I hate to say it, but like we kind of get first dibs, like with the NFL. Like NFL games start at ten a.m. in L.A. You know, and they start at 1 p.m. or they start in prime time on the East Coast. Like, just put it out at 7 p.m. on the East Coast, where most of the people who matter live. <laughs> no, and I, yeah, London gets kind of screwed. L.A. comes out in the middle of the day, whatever. But yeah, this this I again, like I said, part of my job is like I'm kind of scrolling Twitter at 10, you know, 9:30, 10 in the morning. And one of the things that's been frustrating is just like, oh, okay, well, I guess. I know what happened in Mandalorian last night. That was pretty cool, and I'm, you know, it kind of put off me watching it. So you're right that they should definitely move it back because this is ridiculous. Or people just need not to be dicks and just wait literally 24 hours to before they start tweeting. Like it's that's just that's not going to happen. Like I get I get the Baby Yoda reveal. I get it, but do you really need to do the Ahsoka Tano thing immediately? Come on, can't that wait a little while? No, can't because clickbait. It's ridiculous. Anyways, that's my soapbox, but um, more on the show. The Mandalorian himself, Din Djarin, right? Let's just call him by his name. Mando? I don't know what his real name is. It's Din Djarin, right? No, I meant the actors. Oh, Pedro, Pedro Pascal. Pascal, is that his name? Yeah. <laughs> call him that. Yeah. I like him. He's not, he's kind of, they sort of taken the Clint Eastwood route of like, oh, well, he's uh, mysterious and stoic and interesting, and like, that's kind of hard to pull off when you're wearing a mask the whole time, but I kind of get... So they have to speak a lot through the things he does, more so than, like, any facial expressions, you know, acting and all that kind of stuff. So it is... It kind of is what it is, and I hope he they ditch the helmet at some point so we can actually see him act, because 
some of these scenes, it's like you're just watching a scene where there's four people in masks just talking. I was like, this is kind of dumb, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's just, it, I get it, the point of the story, and the most recent episode, they do something interesting where they kind of, they point out that he's like from a, like a, not a cult, but like a, a branch of Mandalorians who were like zealots. They use the word zealots, yeah, which I thought extremists. was extremists. I yeah. thought that was really cool too. I was like, oh, okay. I, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to do anything interesting with it, but it's it's a cool dynamic, and I hope that they capitalize yeah, well, I mean, on a little it, bit. It, it lines up with like Clone Wars, where you there's a bunch of Mandalorians in there, and they're always taking their helmets off. So yeah, I'm curious if it's going to go in that direction um, yeah. at some I, point. I just I, I, at a point, I'm just going to get sick of seeing him just. Oh, he turned his helmet a little bit. That must mean he's mad, kind of a thing, you know. It's it's just, it's a little, it's just a little flat, you know. And Pedro Pascal is a great actor, so I don't know why you're hiding him. And I hope they don't for too much longer. But um, dumb question though: Is he supposed to be? Our, so okay, what is a Mandalorian? It's a race. They're from a planet. It's Are they it's the more people from a Attack creed, of the Clones. Not, it's a creed, not a no. Race. Okay. So those aren't Mandalorians. Okay. I thought no, they were. clones. Yeah. I thought they they're were all the Jango clone Fets. of a Mandalorian. And no. Jango, Jango Fett's just, not Jango Mandalorian. Jango just wears Mandalorian armor. Yeah, wasn't he? He was like a fake one. Yeah. Oh. Lame. That's appropriation. How dare he. Um, Actually, though. But, Cody, your thoughts on Din on, and Mando, Pedro Pascal? I like whatever. him. I like him a lot. I like yeah. him. He's, he's like my dad. Okay. He's, what? <laughs> Not my real life dad, but you know. Oh, okay, I see. I get what you're saying. <clears throat> but he is a. Uh, I don't know. I, I, just, I like him. I know it's not very interesting, but I. I, I feel safe. <laughs> that's, and he that's is fair. That's fair. The baby. <laughs> I like his father. It's like a dad simulator. It's like I'm playing a game from um, 2012. <laughs> or thirteen, back when everything was about being a dad. Honestly, a- I wish this. I wish this was a video game because I think it would be work a lot better as a video game. Yeah, I think that's a matter of time that we see Mandalore in the video game, which oh, there's would be no just way it a won't first-person <laughs> shooter, but third-person shooter. So, woohoo! I guess Eddie made that game. Yeah, uh, Josh, your thoughts on Mando? He's cool. I like him. He's he's a very like. I mean, it kind of goes back to what I was saying about the show as a whole. He's a very simple. Um, point of view for the audience to see the world through so yeah. he's kind of a newcomer to a lot of this stuff just like the audiences so yeah. i just as far as what you're saying there is like you know somebody for the audience to see the world through main character da, da, da. i just think ray was just so much more interesting jen ursa was even more interesting in, in some ways not so much in others um when, especially when you know that she's just gonna is that like, is that just because you can see her, their faces or something else uh, no, just the, I mean yes, but also I mean that's that's but that's a huge thing though. <laughs> it's like I, 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 like I said, I think he's interesting. I just don't get a lot of personality from him. Which... Yeah, that's that's all. That's sort of what I'm saying too. It's like Ray. She was curious. She got angry a lot. And Mando just kind of seems like he's always no matter what he's kind of always in control. And there's a lot of moments where it's like oh, the, where I felt like the storytelling took some cop outs to get him to you know to to save him. I guess like there's. You know, take a shot for every time that he's in a tough spot, and then just some random person comes out of nowhere and saves him. Like with the spiders, those two um, X-wing guys, they just blow the spiders away, and it's like, oh well, that was pretty cool. And there's more that I'm not thinking of, but 
I don't know. He's just... Maybe he needs more people with him. I don't know. But not not my favorites, but like like we're kind of saying, he, he does the job. Um, Carl Weathers also, like we said, his character, I can't remember his name, but whatever. He's 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 a lot of fun. He's interesting. I hope I hope we see more of him. I know we do, but I hope we see more even after that. And did you guys want to talk about Ahsoka for a little bit? What's there to say? I mean, I, we can wait. Till you've seen it. Something would be better and more interesting to actually have your take since you have no idea who she is. So. Well, I do. I I mean, I mean, well, we know you know of her, but you've never seen like who she is or anything she's been in. So. Well, I, I still want to hear what you guys have to th- have to say about it. You're, She's you're great. Star Wars. She was just like she was in the show, like <laughs> the other show. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. It was cool seeing her in live action. Was that Rosario, Rosario Dawson playing her? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she was good. What is it? I guess help me understand the, the significance <laughs> of her character. I know she was in some of the other shows. Has she been in? Was she in the prequels? No, she. If they, if they so, thought ahead, she would have been. She would have been a main character. Yeah. But um, so in between episodes two and three is the Clone Wars, and during the clone that time period is when Anakin was given a Padawan by the name of Ahsoka. So Yoda gave it, assigned her to Anakin to give Anakin some of more of a perspective um, on being a Jedi and learning and to teach him some lessons. So that was his Padawan for those years. Um, and then at the end of the show, well, towards the end of the show, she left the Jedi Order after they basically falsely fought, accused her. Yeah, they they betrayed her basically by falsely accusing her of murder. Um, and then when they realized they were wrong, they were just like, "Oh, we were just kidding. We want you back." She's like, "Yeah, no, fuck you." I'm done. Um, yeah, and then she's in the final season of Clone Wars, um, where she comes back, and it takes place during Revenge of the Sith. It's really cool. Yeah, what's weird is that she's both <laughs> part of the best and worst part of that uh, season of the Clone Wars. Yeah. Whoa, hot take. Whoa, it's not a hot take. I'm pretty sure Wait, that that's pretty. What do you mean? I hate the first part that she's in. Oh, you like the movie? No, no. I'm. I meant that last season. Oh, the last season. I, How, I thought, that part I thought all. Sisters. I thought all three arcs were fine. Um, or they're all good. Um, but anyway, yeah. Then she's in Rebel. She shows up again after you know the Order sixty six goes down. She's been in hiding. Um, she's kind of like she's the closest to like a gray Jedi there's ever been. She has white lightsabers. She doesn't. She's not a Jedi per se, but she's not a Sith. She is a good person. So is a force user. Yeah. So, and then she's been, and then she comes to kind of aid the rebellion as they're forming in their years and helping some of the last few Jedi around teaching them things. And then there's a whole thing with rebels where she goes away for a few years and now we see her again. And then turns out we find out she survived, uh, through like the original trilogy era. And now, Several years after that, here she is still doing the mission that was left open at the end of Rebels. Um, as we get, I guess you'll find out when you watch the episode. But yeah, and the timeline uh, ends there. Like we don't, she's not, she doesn't show up in any like sequel no. trilogy era. This stuff. is the so newest she's probably thing. Gonna, she's this is as this is as mo- most recent in the timeline as we've ever gotten her. So she's gonna die. Not necessarily. I mean, not her voice. Her voice is in Rise of Skywalker during the um, all the Jedi scene at the end. Uh huh. 
Um, so that implies that she dies at some point before then, but I have no idea. Hmm. Okay. So that's the what thirty years of content that we can get. <laughs> yeah, basically, or like twenty five or something. Yeah. <clears throat> And I think that's that's one of the things that most intrigues me, and we've seen it go wrong before um, in the wizarding world, especially of retroactively you know, do things. Yeah, prequels. I mean, you say, you kind of you say, oh, these are the constraints I gave myself, and how do unlike, I work around?" Unlike this? J.K. Rowling, who just does things to make herself seem more woke, uh, Dave Filoni actually gives a shit and knows what he's doing, and has a brain that's bigger than the size of a walnut. This so, is true. I don't think J.K. Rowling is very concerned about being woke these days. No. <laughs> she I is, don't know. She is everything I hate about fake woke elitist morons. So there's that. Like but uh, Dave literal definition that, of he did therapist, it. isn't she? Yeah, basically. Um, but yeah, Dave Filoni's not that, and he actually pays attention he's the attention to detail he puts into all this stuff is insane because he's just he's connecting it to shit that he made so yeah, yeah. but i mean i, I think, think people he's, would be pissed off if he got it wrong yeah um and he's i mean he is the closest to george lucas that we have working on any of this stuff because he studied george lucas for a decade or more so yeah that's pretty crazy and that kind of leads me into uh the next sort of topic I wanted to get to. and But before, first, though, uh, he's one of the pilots, right? Yes. Yeah, okay, I thought so. I was not like, a, that not guy a, doesn't not seem not like a good he fits actor. in. Not, not a good actor, that's not something where he Something about this guy doesn't fit in for me. And then I was like, oh, that's probably Dave Filoni or something. I just yeah. didn't recognize him without the, the hat. Um, the, but the, yeah, that, that leans into something I really wanted to talk about. And so probably the thing I was thinking about most when I was watching is watching it is that does this sit stay true to the spirit of star wars yeah i think so in a very basic way yeah mm-hmm. I, th- I think as as a piece of storytelling it doesn't yet i think it's just like you said josh it's very rpg based it's tasks yeah. it's it it, di- it dips its toe in the water of philosophy and like i was saying with this most recent episode that depends, i watched the zealot zealotry on, and belief systems and all that kind of stuff it depends on specifically what aspect of star wars you're talking about but i think i would say the the spiritual side just like an all-encompassing like everyday it's spra- barely scratching the surface in that department right but it's still scratching it a little bit i feel yeah but not in yeah but like no. I, I i i make I think it's pretty clear with the things, the parts of Star Wars that I like. I like it as a fantasy more than a sci-fi thing, and this show is like 95 to 5 sci-fi to fantasy. Yeah. And that's fine, and that's that's the point of the show, and I'm sure we'll get, uh, you know, fantasy's going to bite back into that percentage a little bit more at some point, but... Yeah, um, and when we, I mean, when we get like the Obi-Wan show, that's going to be all, you know, Jedi myth and all stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah, maybe. We'll, who knows? I, I make no. Yeah, I have no idea what what that's going to be, but you, more than likely, yes. And I guess that is that that sci-fi element is as much Star Wars as the fantasy, right? You guys think they can't have one without the other, or is it a is it a fantasy series that sometimes does sci-fi or vice versa? I think it's more fantasy than it is sci-fi. 
I think it's space fantasy. I don't know if I'd say it. it's even. I don't know. I mean, well, yeah, it, fantasy in the context of of the world that's cre- that's established is is what I'm sort of yeah. getting at, and I think that's what I think that's the disconnect that you and I are having, Josh, a little bit. Is that it, it isn't as mythic, and you know, like we like we're saying, it's it's very task based, and that's probably how it's going to be for a little while. But um, but also just the the world too, because you know one of the one of the things that every director and every creative that comes into Star Wars, I think the thing they're most excited to do is establish is to like find these little pockets that you didn't know existed and come up with these aliens and locales and sort of put their own spin on it and make it and flesh it all out. And that's kind of the thing I'm most disappointed about this show. It's like, it's a desert planet, it's a forest planet, it's an ice planet, and that's it. <laughs> you know? There's like a sea planet, I guess, if you want to call it that. That It just doesn't, it's not really pushing the envelope, you know? To be fair, yeah, they've already exhausted every option they got. I mean, the prequels, they did almost as much as you possibly can. The only real option now they have is just doing hybrids. It's like here's the lava slash snow planet. Here's the no, but like I'm talking about like so <clears throat> so crate brought something different. It was like a it's a salt flat. It's it's got a white surface and yeah. it comes up red. Or the scene that I always think of when I think of like Star Wars going crazy and doing weird stuff. I guess the two of them are um, the was it Geonosis that Kenobi goes to and two, right? Yes. Yeah, with the long neck people and yeah. the in and order sixty. Yeah, Camino. Yeah. Camino. There we go. Sorry. Um, I don't know. Something look. Genosis is the other one. That's the. That's factory. the one. Yeah, with the big battle. Mm-hmm. I'm so I'm so so smart. Um, <laughs> and then the the other one I always think of is Order sixty six when you have that flower planet and when they shoot that that girl and the Jedi yeah. and then the camera kind of tilts up and she's under this flower so you can see her get like mangled. Felucia or something. I don't remember specific. It's called. I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. Um, what, which one are you talking about? The one where Ayla Sakira gets fucked up on? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's Felucia. Okay. Yeah. Those are the kind of stuff. That's sort of the kind of stuff I like to see. And it's and this this is just it's a little bit. It's just kind of bland when it comes to that, and it doesn't yeah. feel very special. And and the the imagination is there, but it doesn't really go anywhere for me. You, you guys feel yeah. the same thing? That's. That's how I feel. So. Yeah. I had not thought about it. Okay. Again, I think it's just Star Wars is in such a controversial, divided state of being right now that I think a lot of people are just like, here's something that's very easy to access yeah. and it's enjoyable and there's nothing offensive about it. Controversial. Um, mm-hmm. And it's got some cool tidbits and some fun moments. Yay. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. I think it's kind of more along those lines. Okay. That's just, just something that was in my head. Josh, you and I are on the same page. Same book, same page. It's lo- You love to see it. You just love to see it. Yeah, don't, don't <laughs> it's not stupid. normal. It's cute, though. Cody, why are you being such a contrarian? Because I like <laughs> um, I like my Star Wars fun and white. Cody, did it. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm kind of surprised nobody's mad about that either, but I'm sure there's some people who are. But that's whatever. Or like the main character is Hispanic and or played by a Hispanic no, they guy. No, can't see his face. Don't have to worry. <laughs> yeah, they don't. No, know. but they already did. You did. <laughs> they can pretend that he's white. No, but at the end of episode eight. Yeah. But... No, nah, he was. He was just dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, it was, white. Just, a, it was just the lighting, guys. He's white. <laughs> <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy's trying to kill me. Gosh. Lame. Lame, lame, lame. Um, also, I, swear, I see a new video pop up at least every six months, like how she's going to lose her job. Yeah, just like how Brie Larson's been fired from Star Wars. That video was, that video was really, really funny. Gosh. So oh, boy. White men, am I right? <laughs> um, uh, I mean, yeah, if you don't follow shitty Star Wars takes, I mean, don't, because it'll drive you crazy, but if you happen to come upon it, it's some pretty, some pretty funny stuff. Real lucid. Cool, cool uh, not mad guys on there. Um, I, w- I do want to talk about Baby Yoda a little bit more. Um, he- that is the reason I continue to watch this show. Yeah. It's two things. First of all, he sounds too much like an actual baby. I don't know I don't if anybody's care. talked it's about that before. Cute. I don't even care. But it just sounds like they recorded a baby for like half an hour and just, <laughs> or maybe a couple hours, and just kind of popped in those little baby sounds here. That's and there. exactly what they did, and it's okay. great. Yeah. That makes me uncomfortable. Why? Because he sounds like a baby. Like I know, an actual babies. human child baby. That's why he's so cute. But like... Because you don't have any of the baggage of a gross, normal human baby, and you have this cute little green hobgoblin, and yes. it's great. Yes. However, counterpoint to that is that I don't like babies. At all. Yeah, I know. I like some... I like, I like a couple babies, but not the kind of babies that sound like that, you know? <laughs> I've, met, I've met some chill babies in my time, and I've met a lot of them that I hate. So... This one, I just didn't like the baby sounds. And when it was going like, yeah, like that kind of stuff is cool. But when it's actually going, like, I love no, that shit. Get the fuck out of here. You guys remember, I think it was the, the second episode, the one with the eggs that he kept yeah. eating. Yeah. No people got genuinely upset. Yeah. About that. <laughs> and I think that's the I wanted him to eat more. Stupidest thing I've ever heard. Well, if out there, those two, the two frogs, and by the way, my closed captioning just calls them frogs, which is kind of funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> just makes me laugh every time it happens. They they were trying to like rebuild their society, right? Like their civilization. Yeah. They were yeah, kinda, yeah. they were nice. I don't know. I felt bad for them. And I get but why. He's also he, sure, he also but, yeah. He's but if you're writing a baby. think piece about how Baby Yoda is a genocidal maniac, yeah, I did genocide. Like, like he ate us. No. He ate a live spider. Yeah, or a frog, or whatever it was. I know he's. A, we, they established that he's just he eats stuff like that's, and that's yeah. just how normal babies cheap. are. I get it, but I, I did feel bad for the frogs. I felt I feel I bad for I him, but don't get don't get hilarious. mad that he's eating. Oh my god! It's yeah, like people just look, they they crave for things to be angry about. Yeah. yeah, they do. But Cody, it's all about them clicks, bro. I guess so. It's all about that's why every time Ryan Johnson tweets about Star Wars, Google search within thirty minutes and you're gonna find that, a million articles. He could tweet that Star Wars is a movie that exists. What if he what if he tweeted tomorrow? It's like something <laughs> it's like I haven't revealed this to anybody before, but I got this directly from George Lucas, and that's all all shoes in Star Wars are connected via Velcro. And people would be like, Oh my god. <laughs> Ryan Johnson, you don't understand. They lace him up bunny ears in Star Wars. It's like, okay, cool. Other, another thing that I guess, this is probably easily explainable, but to me, my brain just kind of can't get there. Why is he a mystery? Because Why don't Yoda's, they know? Species, Yoda's species has just, it's just never been discovered what they are because they're rare. Right. I get what you're saying. Not sort of what I'm getting at is that people are like, oh, I've never seen anything like this, like him before. 
in canon, how how long ago was episode three? Like forty. Years? Uh, twenty. Okay, but nope. it's within a lifetime, right? With around 30-ish years. Yeah, because yeah. Han Solo's in, like, mid-40s in Return of the Jedi, and he's, you know, 75 or whatever in Force Awakens. So, yeah. why don't people know what Yoda is? Because I was watching one of the episodes, and they're like, I've never seen anything like him before. I was like, huh, interesting. <laughs> that well, doesn't make sense. You gotta, you gotta think about it, at least from what I can tell. He's hanging out mostly in the Outer Rim, and... But the Outer Rim also had a projection and a, like a hologram when the second Death Star blew up. So I'm just, I, I, I and I'm well, I'm but do you about think that? I think even at that point, I mean, unless you like knew Yoda personally, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure how famous he was within the lore. Right. You know, like how how aware is the normal everyday moisture farmer of fucking yeah, Yoda? It's not like people are aware of them like celebrities. It's like the Jedi; they know the Jedi Order and that it exists. They don't know, oh. Obi Wan Kenobi. He's one of those. Je- like they don't. They don't know. They don't know the names or the faces. They just know that the Jedi are a thing. Well, Luke knows like Ben <laughs> Kenobi. Like he understands. Well, because he, knows, he, he knows him personally. Though. Yeah, That's he knows. The thing. He, yeah, he They're, didn't know him as a Jedi. He knew him, he knew him as, as some weird fucking guy that lives across in the, the street that's been watching him for some reason. But he still knew <laughs> the. He still knew who Obi Wan Kenobi was. Which, by the way, I, I can't get no, over how funny it is that he's like Ben Ken- Obi Wan Kenobi. You mean old Ben? <laughs> he absolutely did not know who Obi-Wan Kenobi was. He only heard of him once uh, Leia sent that message to him, dude. Yeah. Watch the fucking movie. Hmm. I feel like, yeah, like I've, I've only seen episode four like five times, but I'm pretty sure you're wrong. No, okay. he's, he's, no he's right. It's he. There's hmm. when, when okay. R2 sends the message, he's like, okay. Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's like, who's that? <laughs> I guess, oh, you mean Ben, maybe? Hmm. Okay, I guess uh, I, I I guess I didn't pay that close of attention to that. I just that, that's one of the these are the kind of stupid things that interest me. It's just like how the world works in Star Wars. You know, like do they have TV? Do they have like pictures? You know, that kind of stuff. Yes, they do. In Lego Star Wars, they do. Yeah, just it's, just, watch- it's interesting how nobody. It was just it was interesting to me how so many people didn't like even see like oh he's kind of like Yoda. Like nobody said that. So I mean, it, it, would does, be, I it would be like walking around in, um, I don't know, what's a predominantly Muslim country? Um, it's It would be like walking around, I could have been a little edgy here, but I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> it'd be like walking around Egypt or Libya or something yeah. with somebody who looks like the Pope and expecting everybody to stop and say, oh my God, it looks like Pope Francis. Holy shit. That looks just like that one Pope guy. Like nobody knows who. Yeah, I think people would, would know who the Pope is. Come on. Well, maybe it's a bad analogy. Like, would they? But okay, but would they know? Be like, oh, you look exactly like LeBron James, kind of a thing. Maybe. Uh, he's pretty. Famous. I don't think. I don't think Yoda was that famous, though. Okay. No, none of them were. They weren't the Jedi. Weren't <laughs> I mean, celebrities. Do you do you know what the patriarch of Orthodox Christianity looks like? Because I don't. Yeah, it's Joel Osteen. It's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Osteen. Fuck that guy. Um, okay, again, those are just the silly things my mind thinks about, and I just kind of thought about that. I was like, huh, I wonder why that isn't, people don't recognize that. But I guess, you know, I've seen Star Wars, and they haven't seen Star Wars, so they're living the Star Wars. They're in them. They're in the Star Wars. They're in Star Wars. They're in the Star Wars. 
The only people um, who haven't seen Star Wars are the characters living Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. Man, they don't know how they don't know how it's badly how much Ryan Johnson subverted expectations, Cody. They have no clue. How could they? <laughs> They're living them. They're in Star Wars. Um, <laughs> uh, other Baby Yoda thoughts. I mean, I, uh, this the two episodes I haven't seen. They get he gets a lot of um, development and that we hear about. So I pretty much know his name is Grogu. He escaped the Jedi Temple during Order sixty six. Badass. Um, nice. And is that all we know about him, pretty much? Yeah. We yeah. know that he's a Yoda. Right. So, just as I a general... I, hope, I oh. hope they don't give the species a name. No, I will, I will stop watching the show if they do that. No joke. What if they call him Chads, Cody? Okay, I'll keep watching the show if they do that, but... <laughs> that's very unlikely. When they call him Redfields, that'd be funny. Oh, that's weird. It's like, oh, he's... So Katani, he's of he's of the 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 Cody. He's a, he's a Redfield. He's a Cody oh. Redfield. You're like, whoa, man. Sounds gross. It's like George Lucas is speaking to me. Um, <laughs> uh, I guess. Uh, so yeah. Any other thoughts on him? I get he's he's just kind of cute right now, and they haven't the the whole him choking that uh, Gina Carano um, was I thought was interesting, and they haven't really done anything about it so far. But you do get the idea that he kind of will do whatever it takes to protect Mando, which is, you know, aw. Uh, but I've seen a lot of people on the Twitter questions, like, is he going to turn bad? And I want your both of your reactions to that. Is it likely? And if it happens, how would you feel? I hope so. Josh? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I highly... That thing is a marketing machine. Yeah. So... That thing prints them millions of dollars a day. So I don't think they have any intention on making it bad or killing it, him or whatever. That they will turn it into a spinoff series if they can. There is no way they're going to kill it or to have it turn bad. Okay. I felt the same way. I just was wondering if like you guys, oh, well, if you've seen this scene, you kind of see this sort of thing Whatever. It's like regardless of story, it's just Disney will not allow that to happen. Yeah, 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 Never. totally. Um, which you know, it's, that's another thing. That's another major question mark that you kind of have to get rid of before you start thinking about you know the, the sequel trilogy, especially in the canon. Because I don't know, it seems it seems kind of weird that something that potentially powerful could just be hanging around in over the course of you know, seven, eight, nine, and I'm assuming they're going to have to do something about that, whether it be sending him away or possibly, and this kind of occurred to me earlier when I was watching it, like, I could see, you know, this setting up the episodes 10, 11, 12. If it's, it, I mean, you can't argue that you, that Baby Yoda is like a pop culture icon already, and, you know, it's a Baby Yoda, and, you know, you get, you get what I'm saying, though? Yeah, I don't see how it's setting up the story for that, but okay. I'm saying it could. I'm saying it wouldn't surprise me if we see episode 10 come out and it's like Baby Yoda or Grogu is a huge part of it in some way. would not surprise me. I hope they don't do that. Just let it, let it go. Because, I mean, if you think about it, it's Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Princess Leia, Grogu. Those are like, I think he's even eclipsed Yoda at this point. Uh, let's relax. 
No, I'm not saying think, it's a character. I also I'm just think, saying, the, like, as I also a thing, think that the layman doesn't know the difference between the two of them, if we're being honest. Probably, yeah. Well, yeah, because people are calling it Baby Yoda. So, <laughs> you're like, oh, it's just the Baby Yoda that we saw in the other ones. Cool. No, no. Um, yeah, the, and they, that also leads me to the next point of where is this going? Like, what do we know how many seasons this is going to be? Or, you know. Well, season three is already being written and prepared. So. It's being filmed, you said? They're getting ready to shoot it. Right. Um, but, yeah, I. Uh, I don't know. Does that that's, worry I mean, you? Again, that's that's my that's my again. Like I said, that's kind of my issue is that there's not really a a story. It's just quests. Yeah, events have transpired. Yeah, um, but I mean, we'll see. I mean, clearly, there's clearly some sort of overall narrative plan. It's just they're going about it very slowly. Right. Um, and that's just if you're gonna do that, then that's why I'd rather binge it. I don't want to wait eight weeks to see something move yeah. a little, little bit, a little bit. So I got to say though, as somebody who's binging it and putting aside my feelings about binging overall, it kind of worsens the experience a little bit. I feel cause you're just, like you said, I'm just kind of going episode seven, episode eight. Oh, okay. We're doing, we're doing the, the thing again. Got it. Cool. <laughs> and it, it does sort of wear you out a little bit in that sense. So eh, whatever. That's fair. And I mean, Another thing when it comes when it, what we're talking about here, it's like we get it, John Favreau. You like westerns. We get it. <laughs> Every single western cliche and story trope that he could he that exists, he's put into this, and it's like okay. It's why he made cowboys and aliens? We I like it. that though. I like yeah. it a lot actually. I, I, that's one of the things that keeps drawing me to the show. I think. And I just, he's that, not really doing much with it, is all. Like, oh, you know, he did. Yeah, like, like he did here's the, a shot inspired by Once Upon a Time in the West. Here's a here's a standoff. Busting cool. through a saloon door and protecting oh, the town geez. from bandits. It's like, oh. okay, cool. We get it. We get it, dude. That really, really hurt. What? Your cat? My cat clawed up my leg to come sit on my lap. That's kind of cute. No, it's not. It hurt. <laughs> You're outnumbered, Josh. We're officially a cat cat podcast now. By the way, Baby O is a cat. But anyways, I, I digress. No, stop. Baby O is an infant. He's a person. <laughs> he's a he's a Redfield, actually. Um, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, the the Western tropes are getting a little bit much. Um, other kind of complaints I had. Um, not enough pop culture references. So that's you know, bummer. <laughs> uh. And I feel that I like Favreau, but he's just never going to be an A plus person. Uh, you know, he has with Elf, but after that, he's just kind of he's a B plus writer and director. And you know, the 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 episodes as they're written in terms of dialogue and as they're directed are just kind of the same. You know, you're not really seeing too many new things, which is fine. You know, a show has to have the you know the same identity when it's when it's something like this and that's cool it's just it's a little bit stale and you know again one of those things you just you're not going to change it just it is and you just kind of have to deal with it um any other tiny or big quibbles you have with it cody no i like the show i'm gonna yeah. keep watching it what are, i guess uh, flip side of that what are some things that you like that maybe people aren't talking about as much I mean, I don't know, dude. 
Got it. I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> Josh <laughs> Quibbles? Aside from everything I've already said, not really. I mean, it's... I don't think there's anything special, but it's it's Star Wars, and it's cool, and it makes people happy, and it can lead to much cooler, more interesting things in the future. Right. So, Speaking of the future, to end it here, what's what's happening in the next episode? Are we getting Luke Skywalker? Are we getting... Uh, oh, God. What's, what's his name? Uh, he's in the he's in the Clone Wars. Everybody likes him. Ezra Bridger. Are we getting Ezra Bridger? Um, well, that's no. maybe... Well, no, uh, I don't. First, what that? Well, because you haven't seen the the newest episode, so I don't know what I want to say. But I mean, do you yeah, care that I, much? I know what I know. Everything that happens, pretty much. Okay. So at the end of the new, at the end of the final episode, they that um, they, they're teasing that they're going to take Yoda to a place where he'll call out for the call out with the Force, and a teacher will come to him or something. But wait, what? Uh, <laughs> Jk. Um. But yeah, so everyone's a, wondering which Jedi it's going to be. It's like I honestly don't think it's. I don't. I, what I think is going to happen is nothing. I don't think anyone's going to come, and they're going to go on their merry way. And either that's going to be the end of the show, or they're going to continue. It's going to venture off into some other story. The end of the show. You're adorable. Um, <laughs> no, I, I don't think that's happening this season. I don't yeah. think that is happening this or even next season. Really? I think that's a four or five plan. Mm, okay. Interesting. Cody, do you think a Jedi is going to come? I hope so. I don't. I don't want to be Luke. I heard. I heard one that was an interesting take. That I mean, isn't the stupidest thing you've ever heard? But mm-hmm. <clears throat> especially since they're drawing from all over the the canon for characters now. Um, somebody said that. What if it was Cal Kestis from? I knew you were going to say that. The new uh, Star Wars game. Is he is he alive? As far as I know, uh, I'm I'm actually about to replay that for the for, for the first time since I bailed on it a year ago. So yeah, finish it. Game is amazing. It's buggy as fuck. It's and really not. I don't know what game you played, but I don't. We shouldn't get into this now until after okay. you play it. Okay. Um, what about? Kit I'll even replay it. We can replay it together, Josh. Okay. What about Kit Fisto? He's Fisto dead. Fisto is dead. What if he reincarnated himself? We watched him die. What yeah. if he made a Horcrux? That's the oh, wrong answer. This would be way worse. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Just give me... What if, Kid, what if, what if Kid Fisto had a son named Cat Fisto? Fisto? No. Named Cody Fisto. Cody Fisto Redfield. I've heard you some like, people saying it could be Mace Windu. I heard he that too. And I hate it. I hate it oh, so much. I don't hate that at all. I but hate he's, But he's from character. the he's from the before ones. Those were good, and we like things that we know. <laughs> okay, so let me percentage odds. Some Josh, give me percentage odds. Percent what's the likelihood that this that the Jedi comes and is somebody we've seen in live action before? Five percent. <laughs> what's the percentage we've seen somebody in the in animated? Feature before only animated, uh, probably like higher forty <laughs> percent. What is? What do you think the percentage is that it's somebody we've never seen before in any prior media? It's a brand new character. Honestly, I'd say that's more likely yeah. than anything else. I was leaning towards that one, but um, but I think you do. Nice. Just looking at how they've 
the attitude they're taking and just Dave Filoni in general and Star Wars in general, like like we've been saying this whole time, it, they're going to introduce a legacy at some point. I guess you just have to make it... You just hope that it's nobody too cringeworthy. Yeah. And, you know... If, if it is... If it is anybody that we've seen before, it's going to be Ezra. Yeah, that is, I, that's who I think it is. That's the one that oh, makes some sense. Right. Um, and if it is, I hope they get uh, Raul Colley, however you pronounce his name, to play him because he's really cool. Or Michael Stuhlbarg. No, because Ezra is uh, not white. So hmm. that it is Michael Stuhlbarg. So he's he's also not a sixty-five-year-old man. Michael Stuhlbarg is like 46, so shut your mouth. And he's Ezra our greatest like, American actor. Ezra's in his late 20s at this point. You can do. You what can use do? the. You can wait, use the Irishman de aging to make him look weird. It'd be perfect. When does Rebels end? Does that end right at episode four? Yeah. Yes. So that's okay. You're right. 10, you're right. You're right. Ten years before this. Okay. Well, that was a fun discussion, and I'm assuming we'll probably check back in with our final season two thoughts in weeks whenever that happens I'm, sh- I'm sure there'll be plenty to talk about and we'll see if josh and i's paths diverge or if they intersect yet again uh overall thoughts on mandalorian for me and we'll all go around is that it's a it's a fine show i'm enjoying my time watching it um baby yoda is really cute some of the visuals are fun but like with all star wars i wish it was more like the last jedi Oh, well. Cody, thoughts on Mandalorian? Keep it up, Dave. That's all you're getting out of me. Got it. Josh? It's a Star Wars show. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, when is Obi-Wan coming out? But I mean, yeah. Let's <laughs> go start filming next month. Woo! Very cool. Please hurry up. I mean, we should probably address... Percentage odds that it's Obi-Wan that comes? No, not a chance. Literally zero, he's dead. As a ghost? No. Yeah. Lame. I'm still I would up. much prefer it to be Qui-Gon Jinn, if that's the case. I'd prefer to be Yoda. That would make sense. I'd and then they start speaking Fisto. some weird... Oh, what if they start speaking some weird Yoda language? <laughs> <clears throat> so. I what, if it's yeah. just, what if it's just Pig Latin? That'd be funny. <laughs> that would be really funny. Just trying to think of all the good stuff. Uh, do you want to jump to watch, running, listening to, or hit some Spotify? What do you guys want to do? Sure. Yes, all of the above. Why not? Spotify, year in review. Fun, t- fun times. We did this last year, so I feel compelled to do it again. Um, Cody, you want to start, or shall I? Um, yeah, hold on. Let me get there. Okay. Um, should I just do it on my phone? Do it on your iPad, because you're... 70 year old woman I do have an iPad um so we're not are we doing top 20 no, or top just, songs yeah, or do you want me to do the whole thing yeah whatever whatever is whatever we can use to roast you gotta find it I have some I have some decent fodder for being roasted honestly love to hear it um let's see alright so we're on the first tab yeah <clears throat> top song of the year right 2020 wrapped listening is everything spotify the longest year ever may not be over yet uh, but your wrapped is finally here nice let's go on an adventure together guys why do they do it now why don't they do it in like the end of december the 
Tell one. I was thinking about That's that. 728 new artists this year. My guess is something to do with stock earnings, but you never, who knows. Wow, you're way Genreless. I listened to 456 genres. My top genres were... Oh, no. Pop punk, rock, show tunes, modern rock, video game music. (laughs) No! No, Cody! One song helped you get through it all. I Can Take You Higher by Creed. Wow, Mr. I Hated Everyday Life. I liked that song. (laughs) First stream, January 15th. Nice. Day with most streams, November 1st. 15th stream was on August 3rd. I listened to Orphans like four times, probably. (laughs) I listened to it 77 times over the year. Nice. But here are my other songs on repeat. Oh, fuck. What? Sorry, I messed up. Um, Orphans, Ohio is for Emo Kids, Swallowed in the Sea, The Promise, Life in Technicolor 2. Oh my god, you are such a... You're the same person you've always been. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Let's see what comes next. Oh god, oh god, oh god. Sorry. You're awful. My top podcast of the year, surprisingly, was not Real Flicks. (laughs) Juice Buds. I don't know. I don't listen to podcasts on Spotify. Other people should, but no, that's not. No, that's what the iPod. Listen to 87 episodes for 11,800 minutes. Wow. Spent 30,000. I'm going to skip the podcast stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm a pioneer. You probably skipped that too. What about your lists? I want to hear your lists. I like fun stuff. You're in the Uh, list. Jesus Christ. What lists? Just keep going. Like your top five songs and. Artists. I already did my top five songs. Oh, okay. Oh. Didn't you hear me? I did. I, just, I, I, sorry. Just keep going. Um, okay, this is Artists. Nice. Obviously, Coldplay. Top 0.5%. Nice. You're really white. I'm very. <laughs> I listened to 1,533 artists this year. But these were my top five. Coldplay, The Beatles, Houndmouth. Lynn Manuel Miranda and My Chemical Romance. <laughs> the last one's that, that's perfect. Those are sad boy vibes if I've ever heard one. Yeah, oh, Cody, I, did you have some kind of trauma this year or something? Yeah, makes sense, huh? <laughs> <coughs> my trauma didn't come until late, too late to uh, apply to my rap. So. Okay, so let's. Um, we got artists. Do you want me to just go through it again real quick? Yeah, live your life. Top artists again. Coldplay, The Beatles, Houndmouth, Lin-Manuel Miranda. <laughs> that would that would make me laugh. And My Chemical Romance. What were you listening to by Miranda so much? Probably Hamilton. Yeah, Hamilton. Hamilton or his other one. Um, Still haven't watched that. The Heights. Uh, my top songs, Orphans by Coldplay. Ohio is for Emo Kids by Canadian Softball. You guys should listen to that song. It's fucking hilarious. Um, Swallowed in the Sea by Coldplay. Nice. The Promise by When in Rome, which I think is the song at the end of Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> and <laughs> I Technicolor 2 by Coldplay. That's honest, that's surprising because that's your favorite song. It is my favorite song. Okay, that's it. Okay. I'm done. I'll go next. Uh, let's see. Who says you have to go outside to explore? 
I listened to 384 genres this year, including 89 new ones. First, sidebar, how are there three that many genres is what I want to know. <laughs> Top was, let's see, oh, it's doing a fun thing. Indie folk, modern rock, soundtrack, deep new Americana, and then rock. So, <laughs> what the hell is that? I probably deep like, I don't Americana. know. Americana? My top song. Darkness by Pine Grove. Nice. Very nice. Soothing. Relaxing. That sounds like fucking stock music, dude. <laughs> well, that was just the music. That wasn't the whole... It's about, like, darkness and stuff. Uh, first stream, January 27th. Most Day with the most streams, January 30th. That's just the kind of person I am. 25th stream, who cares? Total streams, 34. Respectable amount. A respectable a <laughs> amount. Well, I have a lot of songs, so I kind of jump around a lot. Uh, songs I had on repeat. Top songs, Darkness by Pine Grove. Number two, Wait For It from Hamilton, obviously. Nice, Three, nice. Beauty and the Clichés by Madison Cunningham. Four, Pristine by the band Snail Mail. And fifth is Glass Jar by Tristan. All bangers. And all, other than the bottom three, all by women, too, so... You know, look at that. How progressive you are. I know. Just uh, really, really cool. And the second is by a Black Man of Color, so you guys just uh, need to get more woke. I am racist. (laughs) How many white guys are in Coldplay, Cody? Four. Hmm? Oh, okay. Okay. Interesting. Clan. Not sorry. I am also a pioneer. I listened to Criss Cross by the Rolling Stones before it it hit 50,000 streams, so boom. Take that. Uh, I don't care about, what, decades. My top artist of the year was, anyone want to have a guess? Nobody? You too. It sure was, because I'm a basic bitch. I was in the top 5% of YouTube, top 0.5% of YouTube listeners, so. Uh, listen to 1,135 1, artists. Top artist, U2, number two, The Rolling Stones. Three, Susanna Sun Four. Four, Hamilton. And then fifth, uh, Ludovico Einaudi. Because he is a straight-up king. And that's my Spotify. That? He's a, an Italian composer. A, he's a pianist. Pianist. Well done. But I'm kind of surprised. I thought my I thought um, uh, Stereophonics would be, the, be in there. I thought Creed, obviously, uh, would be in there. You Listen, know. you're goofing on Creed a lot. Yeah? And I feel like it's an attack on me because I actually kind of like Creed. Josh, break the tie. Creed, good or bad? Well, they're no Nickelback, but... They're the precursor to Nickelback. <laughs> they're the Genesis. No, Genesis is Genesis. <laughs> Genesis slaps. I don't care what anybody says. Genesis is a good band. Phil Collins Phil Collins is, is the best. Yeah. I love Phil Collins. Shout out to Phil Collins. Josh, you ready? Yep. Let me pull this up here. Uh, so I listened to 170 new artists. Nice. Good number. Um which is, I think, like a fourth of what Cody had. Uh, Cody's been sad this year, so, you know. Uh, Okay. Uh, What are my genres? Come on, hurry up. 221 genres. Holy shit. I don't Uh, know how there's that many. I don't either. Those are all subgenres. 30. Uh, Rock, pop punk, soundtrack, alternative metal, and pop. That sounds about... That sounds like me. Alternative metal? Yeah, that's, that's the one that jumps out to me, too. I didn't know. First of all, I didn't know there was an alternative metal. I thought metal was just metal. There's like there's like thirty seven thousand different genres of metal. Sheesh. Yeah. There's uh, aluminum. <laughs> there's steel. So, do you want to know That's what my joke. top song of the year is? Uh, I want to guess. 
Okay. I think you're never gonna guess it. I think it was. I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you one hint. Yeah. It's a cover of a song. Ooh. Okay. I hope. I hope it's not the cover of uh, "Sounds of Silence." No, I love that. <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. That's better than the original. Fuck off. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> because evasions of creeping. Um, how, f- man. I, f- I feel like I know it. Can you, tell, it's us, tip can my you tell us the original artist? Um, if I can remember the name of the original artist. Um, hold on, let me. Uh, it's. I'm just going to tell you the fucking song. Uh, it's Take <laughs> On. It's the cover of Take On Me by Weezer. Oh, so it's Aha. You don't know who Aha yeah. is? No, nobody that fucking is very, knows Aha. I, I know the name of that artist, but... Everybody knows Aha. Um, that's a very interesting... Weezer. interesting. I've never heard I love that. Weezer, and I love that cover album they put out, and I listen to it all the time. And I that's did not know you song. liked Weezer. What? I, like like Weezer? I, listen, I listen to a couple of Weezer songs. They're good. I know Buddy Holly. Like, I look just by like Buddy Holly. Like, great song. Don't get me wrong. And they've got some good tunes, but that's just not. If you gave me a hundred guesses as to a band that Josh likes, I would never come up with Weezer. I love old, old more of their older stuff. Nothing in the last. Oh, like, no, don't have you seen that, that SNL sketch, sketch, Josh, about Weezer? No. It's these two people at dinner party just going at it over Weezer. It's pretty funny. I think you would, you'd enjoy it. Yeah. It's a good um, one. All right. And then my top five songs is basically. My 2000s nostalgia. Uh, number one is Take On Me. Number two is Welcome to the Black Parade. Oh, God. Number three is In Too Deep by Sumble 41. Number four is The Anthem, Good Charlotte. Number five is Happy, Happy Together Cover by Simple Plan. What Jesus. the hell happened? Oh, my God. You were just feeling your 2000s self, I huh? really was. That's my, that's my all-time favorite. Well, so what's happening to me is why Pop Punk was my number one this year was... Uh, I, I'm going through my emo phase now. I didn't do that when it was socially appropriate. I do that like five times a year. <laughs> Listen, whatever it gets you through 2020 is what I would say. 13,000 minutes listening to podcasts? Wow. So what's your top podcast? Um, so it's kind of it – doesn't. I don't count it just because I binged this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's uh, MuggleCast. It's the Ooh. old Harry Potter podcast. Ooh, okay. Uh, I, Ooh. Yeah, I was. I, I, when I, so, Turf? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Turfy? Uh, no, I was just going back and listening to all their old episodes. I was like, yeah, yeah. Been, no. Really. That's a good. I like that show a lot. Um, but I haven't listened to them in years. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to go back and listen to some of this stuff. And it was fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. I get that, you. Was number one. Um, that money doesn't go to her. So go for it. No. No. Yeah. And what's next up? I'm a pioneer. I don't know what that means, but cool. Thank you. You listen to a song before it hit 50,000. Yep. 2000s was my decade. What was the song? What were you a pioneer for? Something we never heard. It tells you what? Hold on. Yeah, I was a pioneer. You want to know what I pioneered? I skipped it. I pioneered a cover of Green Eyes by the guy from the Lumineers. (laughs) That's so you. That's such a Cody thing to say. I I pioneered a song from the Mulan score. Oh, no. Wow, Josh, you're really about to get canceled. You're you're so close. Yep, whatever. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Which one is this? Cody, are you drafting up the cancellation paperwork, or do you want me to? Um... You should. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll right. s- 594 artists. All right. Nice. Oh, man. So, 
I can't do wait. Wanna, do you want to guess who my number one artist is? Green Day. No. Queen? Yeah. No, I'll give you a hint. It's the same one as last year and the same one as the year before that. Creed? No. MCR? No. You it's too. not a band. Oh, uh, uh, oh it's John Swift. Carpenter. I saw it. I cheated. Is it Taylor I Swift? Saw it on Instagram. Should I tell? It's John, it's John Carpenter. Wait, so why? Oh, Soundtracks was in your top five, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. I listened to the Halloween, and my top three was Cody Carpenter, Daniel Davies, and John Carpenter because that's who did the 2018 Halloween score, and I listened to that religiously. Listen, it's a it's a fire score. I don't blame you for that. And then I listened to the other Halloween scores too. <laughs> and yeah, that's it. Spotify Rap, baby. So that says a lot about the kind of people we are. I feel. <laughs> It says I'm very, very white. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty white, too, but that's okay. But shout-out to Snail Mail. Great band. Um, watch your name listening to. Oh, boy. I've, I, I gotta say, I've not been in the mood to watch new things, really. This year is just kind of beating me down. I just want to watch things that are, are comforting and that I like. But of the new things, um, uh, let's see. Jeez, it's just all rewatches. Good lord. Uh, I the only re- movie I've, new movie I've seen I saw last month was Happiest Season, uh, which is on on Hulu with Kristen Stewart and Mackenzie Davis. Very cute, nice little Halloween uh, holiday movie. I don't know why I said Halloween. Um, uh, Dan Levy's hysterical. Mary Holland's hysterical. So I give it a watch. And I've been working through the Harry Potter books and movies. I've been reading a book a week and watching the movie at the end of said week. And it's been interesting. My opinions have changed because usually I just kind of watch the movies independently. Or if I'm, if I'm reading the books one year, I'm not watching the movies and vice versa. Uh, J.K. Rowling is a piece of shit, but um, the thing she made is good. Uh, just so tough, tough spot there. Um, but if, if you want to read my further thoughts, my Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone review kind of lays out my thinking about her in general, but TLDR is that she sucks and we need to not get, help her get money anymore. Um, and I like the Goblet of Fire book a lot more and I dislike the movie a little bit more, but overall I still dig it and that's pretty much it for me. I've just been rewatching shit. Cody, what about you? It's an excellent question. Thank you. Um, what have I been doing? That's a, that's a good question. Um, I've been playing the new Assassin's Creed game. Nice. My roommate got that. It looks really cool. A little bit at a time. It's basically just a video game adaptation of the show Vikings. Um, so it was Assassin's what? Valhalla. Creed Valhalla, yeah. Oh, Assassin's Creed? Assassin's Can You Take Me Higher? <laughs> Shout out to um, Creed. So for some reason, mm-hmm. I did a full rewatch of what's available on Netflix of The Walking Dead. Yeah. Yeah, right? How many seasons did they have on there? Too nine. many. There are I nine seasons, whole... and I watched nine of them. Holy shit. And you know what? Cody, I'm being serious now. Are you okay? It wasn't that bad. <laughs> Honestly. When did you leave off? Like season eight or no season six or seven? I bailed on five, so I've never gone back. Like right after, right after Negan was introduced, yeah, right after that, 
Because I got mad because everyone was just making really stupid decisions all yeah, the time. That sums up the show. Um, but it's really not that big of a deal when you can binge it. Are there any of the original characters left? Like, is Daryl still there? Daryl's still there. Carol's still there. Um, I think Maggie might still be there. So they had characters named Daryl and Carol? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Is yeah. Maggie the one who's 15 and is played by, like, a 30-year-old? No. She's Herschel's daughter. Yeah, that's the, the blonde girl. No, the brown-haired Herschel's daughter. She's brown? I don't fucking remember. It's the one been... who, who's fucking Glenn. Oh, Maggie! You're right. Yeah, you know? Uh, <laughs> um, who is, but so, uh, there's an episode in season, like, nine, or season eight, where it's when they write Rick's character off. I did watch that, that scene. That should have been the last episode. If well, the no, show had ended... Three spinoff movies for Rick now. But if the show had ended there, it would have been fucking perfect. That is such a good... That would have been such a good finale. This like, thing's going to go until the end of time. Well, I think this. I think the series is ending after the newest is one. Is it? Okay. They have their spinoffs, so... Yeah, but they have... That Fear the Walking Dead, and I think that, I think they are making a Richard movie. Um, the joke is that Rick's real name is probably Richard. Um, probably? Most, yeah, I don't know. I, I genuinely don't know the canon. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's what I've been doing. I've not been watching a lot of stuff. Fire. Fire emoji. Not, not really. <laughs> I've been watching a lot. Yeah, go for it. Um, so obviously, I haven't been on for a while. So I've been watched a shitload since the last time I spoke on here. Yes. Um, to re rewatch play things, I replayed The Last of Us Part Two, which is the greatest video game I've ever played. Um, Abby is a better character than Ellie, and Joel deserved to die. Fuck off. Uh, what a bad fucking take. No, it's, but oh uh, god. Anyway, I'm also doing a in the middle of a Star Wars rewatch. Oh wait, question for La- on Last of Us. Yeah. The show's coming out, right? I saw that? Yeah. It, yeah. Can they do a, a, one game for one season? I was Honestly, like, how are they going to do a show when make, there's two games? You could, make, you could probably make the first game into two seasons, to be right. honest. Okay. Probably. Interesting. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. I think it's yeah. going to be great. Um, yeah. They have all the right... This is the first time I've actually had faith in a video game adaptation that could actually be good. So. Well, because the game's basically a movie or show. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and also the... What's it? Uh, Craig Mason? Is that his name? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, I'm doing a Star Wars rewatch canon chronological order thing where I'm watching and playing everything that's like I'm watching all the shows, I'm watching all the movies, and I'm playing all the canon video games. So. And you're doing it in order. Yep. I did episodes one, two. I did kind of like a highlight reel of some of my favorite arcs in Clone Wars. Watched episode three, The Siege of Mandalore, and I'm about to start my first full playthrough of uh, oh, so good. we'll see if I can actually fin- I, I'm going to finish it this time just because I'm going to try to get to the end but we'll see I hope I like it more um, I hope you do too that game is so good I just I don't know it's Star Wars Uncharted there's no reason you shouldn't like because it because it's I don't like how you have to like find a save spot like get to the next it's so long between like 
Jones. Never, ever play Dark Souls, my guy. I'm not going to, because I hate that. I hate it so much. I want ah, Dark Souls to, is such a good game. I want to be able to save at any given moment, ever, always. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, I can see why that is frustrating to you. So, um, but yeah, anyway, uh, I'm doing that right now. And as for new stuff I've seen, I have a whole checklist of movies right here. I'm going to just run through quickly. Yeah, you're doing your end of the year. Yeah, I'm binge. binging a bunch of stuff. Um, give it, give us that. What what some what are a couple things you loved and a couple things you hate you didn't like? What are some things that I should watch? Fine, I'll I'll reorganize these real quick then. Um, actually, these are all actually there's only one movie in here that I didn't like, so I'm just gonna start with that. Um, I watched Doolittle last night. Oh boy! I tried to watch Doolittle. I made it about halfway through and then I turned it off went to bed. Uh, that is one of the worst things I've ever seen. That is it's horrible, and I'm a generally lenient. But John Cena is a polar bear. It's horrible. That Tom Holland's good. doing this weird accent with his with his dog character. I'm surprised that, you, that Tom Holland's accent is the first accent you bring up. That's because that was the, one of the first ones I noticed. But uh, the gorilla, the gorilla, I don't remember. And the po- the polar bear was the gorilla. I think was wow. Rami Malek. Yeah, that was just all of it was horrible. Uh, John, RDJ is doing this thing with his voice. I don't know what his accent was. Changed it like three times. I don't. And in the whole first act of the movie, he has like long hair and a beard, and he looks like a curmudgeon, and it's horrible. Um, that movie is awful. I, I just, I, I can't sit through bad movies, and that's exactly why I just, I is don't want to waste the, my time. The major my time. conflict of that movie: the fact that a dragon can't go poop. I don't remember. I, just, I zoned out. Yeah, that happened at the end, Cody. I didn't. I didn't make it to the dragon scene. Yeah, Did that happened. actually happen? Or, or? Yeah, at the end, they, a dragon has to fart. Um, yeah, and that's that's the whole thing, huh? That's the um, meme. So, a couple other movies I've seen: uh, Borat, two subsequent movie film, loved it, very funny, not as good as the first. Of course. Uh, I have a so, chair. I have a chair. Well, yeah. Where we were. Uh, Melina Bolkova, is that her name? Um, Bakalova. Yeah. Bakalova. Uh, she's great. Loved her. What about what do you what do you think of uh, Rudy Giuliani's penis though? That was appalling and gross and also hilarious. Um, another movie I saw it's a Disney Plus movie called Clouds. I think it was acquired from Fox, so that makes sense as to why it is the movie it is. But it's really good. I cried and it was really emotional. And I was not prepared for a cancer movie, but it Ooh, no, was you. really really good. Um, I did in it. I was blown away by. Um, next one is i'm actually going to talk about these two next back to back then so i saw two movies that are uh abortion movies and are very different from each other one is never rarely sometimes always which is fantastic um and has the best lead performance i've seen all year um and what is her name uh sydney flanagan yeah that's her name uh she's great and the movie itself is really hard to sit through it's one of the hardest i'm it's hard for me these movies to come about for me but every once in a while there's a movie that i just kind of want to look away and this is the first one in a while that yeah. i've had that happen to so that was to shrek me. the third for me <laughs> similar, similar uh, subject matter there's some moments that are just kind of hard to stomach and i just but i also think the really important movie for especially men to uh watch um so it's, it's from the perspective of a woman directed by a woman written by a woman and it's, i think it's a really good movie um is, it, and then is the, the other, other one you watch Unplanned, the Unpre- Kevin Unpre- Sorbo movie? <laughs> Close, uh, Unpregnant, um, the HBO Max movie um, with, uh, what is the actress's name? Um, 
you like her. Haley Lou Richardson. Yeah. Um, really, really fun. It's essentially the same plot. They're both about a girl who gets pregnant and is from a southern state and has to go to New York to get an abortion. But Never Really Sometimes Always is very dark, dramatic, and depressing. And this one is very lighthearted, road trip, book smarty. Shout out um, to New York, by the way. Yeah, sure, whatever. But it's really, really fun. It's really funny. It's heartfelt, and I thought it was great. That's like the the White House down um, Olympus is falling yes, this year. It's exactly like that. It's pretty it much, is, yeah, like same that. thing. Much Except same. both of these are actually good, and both of those are terrible. I I, I'm, I find it funny that people actually like wanted to know which one was better. It's like they're both going to be bad, but they're both going to be fun. What are you What are you doing? And then another movie I saw, which I don't know if you two did an episode on this or what, about uh, the trial of Chicago Seven. Yes, we did. Uh, I thought it was great. Really, really good. We both so, did. Um, Sorkin is a great writer. He, I think, he could use some work as a director. Mm-hmm. But uh, really liked it. The cast is incredible. So. Minus, you know, him. But who? Joseph. No, he's the best part. Um, oh, come on! <laughs> you, you have to admit that that's not true. He's awesome. Yeah. Uh, he's fine. Movie. He's good. That's the he's great. It's the he's best he's ever been. I'll give him that. But that's, oh, you know. Oh, my God. He's so good in everything. He's a master class of an actor. Uh, Somebody get his hot head out of here. <laughs> Another movie that uh, I think got a little bit of buzz on Netflix when it came out, but kind of just faded away, called The Half of It. Um, Never heard of a, it. It's a LGBTQ love story of sorts it's really cute it's really fun yeah the little the young cast is good it has this one actor in it who i don't know his name his name uh daniel dimer he has a really goofy face and i kind of wanted to punch it but he's likable so i don't know he just comes off as like a moron but he's kind of nice i don't know um but it's a really nice movie um about a girl who try, a gay girl who tries to help out some guy, and she ends up falling for the girl he's trying to get. So it's really it's a fun fun little movie. Um, Devil all the time. Oh, Finally geez. saw that. That was <laughs> that was dark, but nowhere near as dark as people made it out to be. People acted like it was like the Holocaust, and it's like it's just it's kind of dark. Um, but yeah, it was a really good movie. It is too long. Didn't need to be two hours and 40 minutes or whatever, or 20 minutes or whatever it was. I think it could have been trimmed down a little bit, but I liked it. Um, religion sucks. Get away from it. Um, See, I say that and you yell at me, but... No, I say you talk about capitalism and conservative, conservatism. Or conservatism. I, I don't like religion either. Okay, well, religion sucks. Except for the uh, Pastafarians. I rock with those guys. How about you just let people believe what they want to believe? Let's That's fine, as long as you don't hurt Let's people. move on! Um, and then I finally saw The New Mutants. <laughs> yeah, how, how did that end up being? I liked it. I don't get why people are... Well, I know why some people are mad at it, because they like to believe everything they read on the internet. But uh, Sorry, it was I so it was silly. Really, I thought it was a fun movie. I thought it was great okay. in some aspects. I thought the third act was a little dumbed down and generic, but everything, everything, everything leading up to that was good. I liked the characters a lot. I love Donnie Taylor Joy. Um, yeah, she's so cool. She's the best. Remember when you hated her? And what did what did I like her in? I didn't like her in um, Split. In, no, uh, not not Split. Um, the Witch. Oh, she's so. No, good I liked in the her witch. in The Witch. Hmm. 
know. Something else I didn't like. Um, eh, whatever. She's awesome. But anyway, uh, she's great. Have you? I can't remember. Did you see Thoroughbreds? Yes, I, yeah. I liked it. I didn't love it, but I liked it. Um, but yeah, I, I liked the chemistry. Yet. I liked the chemistry between all the characters, and I wanted to see more of them. It's just a bummer that all the X Men and every Marvel character is under one studio now, so we don't get cool, exciting Logan type, Deadpool type movies anymore. But whatever. But wait, when did Logan come out? Who directed it? Logan, twenty seventeen, directed by the director's name. I forgot. Oh no, he hates that movie now. James Mangold. Oh, yeah. Nope, you already forgot it. Well, whatever. Um, <laughs> two things, though, can't... Josh. Two things I want your thoughts on. Maisie Williams' accent and the sock puppet. I don't get why people were mad about her accent. I thought it was fine. It just the sock sounded puppet, I thought, was hilarious. Okay. So the, the meme, Cody, is that Anya Taylor-Joy's character carries around a sock puppet the whole time. At the end, it turns into a dragon. It's awesome. I loved it. I oh, thought it was that cool. That sounds really, really dumb. It's real bad. <laughs> cool. And it works. Maybe I'll watch it and see two, if it works. Two more movies that I saw. Um, one is another cancer, actually not cancer movie, it's a depression suicide movie. Oh, uh, Jesus, perfect. dude. Why are you watching such downers uh, of movies? I, because I like to feel things. Um, but that's not what I want to feel. <laughs> well, then go watch A New Hope. Or Shrek uh, the Third. Uh, but a movie called All the Bright Places that has uh, Elle Fanning and Justice Smith, who I'm becoming a big fan of. Um, and it's really good. It deals with a lot of really intense subject matter that might be, some people may not be in the best headspace to watch. Um, so I would caution that for some people, but it's really, I think it's really good. I think it's really underrated. Some, a lot of people thought it was just another teen sad movie, but I think it's a lot more than that. And I, I really liked it a lot. Cody, let me read you the characters, main character's name for a quick sec. Elle Fanning plays Violet Markey, and Justice Smith plays Theodore Finch. Oof. Yeah, it's that kind of movie. It's great. Yeah, so, um, well, Josh, John Greeny, have, but Josh, just me. how much American Dad have you seen? <laughs> Almost none. What a random question. <sighs> There's this episode of American Dad where they spoof indie movies, <laughs> and I want to know how accurate it is to that you should watch it's such a funny i've episode. seen the show i've just never seen that episode. you should watch that episode i'll figure out which one it is and send it to you Morning, i mean i think it's probably not quite I, I mean it's a very downer of a movie like okay I, is there film grain no oh shit never mind it's done <laughs> um but the last movie i'm talking about is a movie called run from anish oh, yeah. giganti this Ooh. is one of my favorite movies i've seen all year it's amazing Either of you seen it? No, nope. I'm not. I, I'm going to. I just haven't yet, but I will. Please watch it. It's yeah. It's not I, as good. I got, I'm saving it's a whole bunch of movies because I've got like twelve days of vacation at the end of the year, so I'm just gonna burn through some film films then. Um, I'll say this: it's not as good as Searching. Um, it's not as I think as I don't even know if I'd say complex, but it doesn't have as much going on as in Searching. It's a lot more straightforward and simple, but it's just him as a director, I think, is really just impressive. You can see him pulling a lot of Hitchcock and Stephen King influences. Um, and it's just really, really well done. The perform, uh, What's her name? Uh, Sarah Paulson. She's really good. She's crazy, and it's kind of scary. But the, the, main, the main character, Kira Allen, um, who's actually in a wheelchair? The main character is in a wheelchair, so it's really cool if they did that. Um, well, it's, she's, ba- it's based on um, on a real on a, on a somewhat it's somewhat based on a true story. I think no, it's about because it, uh, it's about like a, a a mother and her daughter and like the daughter's quote unquote sick, right? 
Yeah. 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 That's based on a real story. But. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's she. She blew me away. I thought she was incredible. I mean, she out she outshined Sarah Paulson to me, and so that was you say it's, it's Hitchcockian in nature. Yes, it's very much um, like that. I mean, there, I mean, even he, the Chiganti said that a lot of his inspiration. I mean, he when he was like doing like storyboards and stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw I saw one of them like it was like Sarah Paulson's finger in her mouth, which like Jan- yeah, yeah, yeah. Janet whatever did, and it's like yeah, yeah. So it sounds like it, fun. It's a great movie. Uh, I loved it. Um, it's a little predictable in some. See, I mean, not predictable. In, like you can see it coming a mile away, but like as things are building up, you're like, oh, I have a feeling this is where it's going to go, and then it goes there. Right. But um, it's still great, and I was highly satisfied. Yeah, Shiganti. I mean, yeah, he's certainly one of the uh, brighter uh, prospects out there. You said he's doing a heist movie next, though. Yes, that's. I was reading some interview with him. He's doing. A, he's actually working on a searching sequel. Too. Yeah. So, uh, I like to I like to see what he what he can do with something bigger, you know. Well, that's what he said. That's movie. what the heist movie is. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited yeah. for that. I mean, and literally, give me any heist movie at any time, and I'm watching that. And I'm probably gonna like it. So. He said he wanted to work his way up to a bigger budget, like something like that. So. Nice, good. I'm glad. So because a lot of these guys, they make one tiny like the Spider-Man guy. He made like one tiny movie, and then he's doing Spider-Man. It's like okay, yeah. that's didn't really get to do the fun stuff, but okay, whatever. Yeah. Um. Sweet. That's a lot of movies. And speaking of, next time we're going to be talking about the latest Fincher Kino, Mank. Oh, are we? Yeah. It's on Netflix uh, this weekend. Gary Oldman, Dave Fincher, Amanda Seyfried. I'm going to be honest. I I have no interest in watching that at all. That looks boring as shit to me. Well... I'll like watch it. it. I watched, I, just, I watched a lot of episodes, a lot of episodes of Mandalorian, so I think you can sit through a Finchy boy. That's a, that's a fair like point. It. I think you're gonna like it. I think, yeah. Yeah, but who wrote it? David Fincher's dad. He wrote it before he died, and he he's making the movie. Oh, I feel like I could do that. Oh, I feel kind of Wait, bad about making. Wait, really? Yeah. It. yeah, his dad, oh. Jack. That's actually really cool. Yeah. Very fun. I mean, and I mean this this movie's worth it just for. Fincher's press tour alone. Like, if you haven't seen some of the interviews he's done, like, I think he did one with the New York Times. And he kind of comes off as a jackass, to be honest. I know, honest. I love him so much. He's so cool. He's, uh, I, I just, I love, he just is unapologetic. He's kind of like, he's, like, um, who's that other director that kind of, he's, he's a little bit tranky in that way, but he actually has the talent to back it up. But, um, yeah, he just kind of says what he feels. And he just signed a deal with Netflix, so he just doesn't give a shit anymore. He's just doing his thing. I love it. But shout out to David Fincher. But that'll do it for this week. Long talk of Mandalorian and music and films and all that good stuff. So we will be back reconvening for Mank in just a few days. Until next time, follow us. Add underscore Reflex on the Twitter. Leave an iTunes review. Check us out on Spotify and send an email at reflexpodcast at gmail.com. And until next time, Josh, Cody, this is The Way. Kind of thought that that was going. To, you were going to say this is the story of a girl. Do you know any way? Come the river and drown the whole world. What a fucking mess. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> it's no better to be safe than sorry. Oh.